0: and welcome back to the come play podcast on this episode we're going to talk about the eagles falcons game we're going to talk about uh the new Fortnite update and we're going to talk about our uh week one predictions for the nfl uh with me today i have bobby yeah brandy i'm lock and loaded and zach (laughs) what's good fellas all right, so let's start off with this Eagles Falcons game. Um, I'm gonna pass the baton to Bernie right away. because uh, him being a Falcons fan oh and let him just go off. So go ahead. Bernie. All right, let me
1: finish everything <laughs> I have to say before you guys make a comment. Okay. Already, because it comes out no, no, man,
2: no.
1: No, I, I I'm I'm serious. <laughs> okay. all right, all right, first of all, all right. first of all, from a Falcons fan standpoint, this was the probably the worst Falcons game I think I have ever seen.
3: And it's not even Hold close.
4: Up. Hold up! You're not you're just like going to say that just over the Falcons Patriots. Super yes, goal. because at least Worse that game was that. at
1: least that game was competitive. This game was dull, boring, had nothing going for it. Neither team should have won. And by the way, the Falcons—they played like the fucking Browns last night. Let, let me let me let me give you my list of grievances. Let me start with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, the 2016 season ended, and you were the MVP. I appreciate all the hard work and effort that you gave in that Eagles game, but stop giving your best Deshaun, Deshaun Kaiser impersonation. Devontae Freeman and <laughs> Tevin Coleman. Neither of you guys did anything productive. Is this what I'm supposed to expect from a duo that was considered one of the best running back duos in the NFL the past couple seasons? If it is, you're not getting paid. Mohamed Sanu, congratulations. You made two game-saving catches. One of which basically looked like it was thrown by a bowler in cricket, and Philly was dumb enough not to challenge it. The offensive line. You're rated as one of the best offensive lines coming to the season by multiple sources. Why why aren't I saying that? You basically let the quarterback get sacked about ten times. That's an understatement, it feels like. Special teams. Good job on keeping up with the tradition of getting a penalty every fucking punt and kickoff. And to everyone I didn't mention... You didn't even warn to mention because you already know what I have to say. That includes you, Steve Sarkisian.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm done.
1: <laughs>
0: that was
2: great. <laughs>
0: well, let me just remind everybody that was the first game of the season. So first game
1: good. of the season was yeah. probably the worst game
4: of the
0: season. Yeah, I, I probably I got a few more of those coming from Brandy. No, a- I,
1: I, I. I pro- you're right, Zach. I,
0: I promise <laughs> you. God. Uh, as a neutral who watched the whole game, uh, mm. that was pretty tough to watch. Um, and it doesn't help that it was the first game of the season because no. then it's like, what do we have? What's the rest of the season going to be like? Uh, the big takeaway for me is how many penalties there were that game. It was like every play, it felt like there was a flag. Uh, there were 16 penalties in the first half and 26 for the whole game. <laughs> uh, and, like, it was, you know, some of those penalties – it was just like bad calls too. like the one I wanted to talk about real quick was the one drive in the game where the Falcons got the rough in the passer penalty for driving the quarterback into the ground, which, okay. Uh, you know, don't get that. And then like, it was like either the play after or two plays later, you had the holding call, which was not holding. And it's like, you know, you're already throwing so many flags a game. You're going to like add weak ass calls too. like, I don't know. I wasn't impressed by the refs last night and also just the players being idiots and taking really dumb penalties. But that I'm was my big thing. impressed takeaway. by the
4: refs in the fucking NFL, dude.
0: Well, it, no, I mean, there was just like, I also, not to mention I think the NFL rule makers are just like a bunch of pussies because the mm-hmm. cause that they're making the refs like, you know, what they're telling the refs to make it's like, I know it's all about this injury stuff and I get that, but like it, it, some of this isn't even football at this point like what i'm watching is just it's not it's not good but yeah that was my big takeaway last night
1: how um, the hell know. did the falcons and eagles not get the nfl record for penalties in a single game because that certainly fucking seemed they were at least one or two off
3: what was that total last night how many i don't it? remember what the 20, total 26. is
0: 26 26? 26 then yeah. they do have the record Do they? Uh, why, is, why uh, is no one covering this no it's not the record the uh, I think... I thought it says the record. the record is 23. That can't be right. I, I thought it was, like... I actually thought it was in the 30s, but I... Yeah, can't it says 23,
4: out. man. Oh, really? Okay, well... yes, yeah, this is an article on Sports Illustrated. So just no one's reporting it?
0: I don't know. I, mean, I feel like we're wrong, but maybe it's something to look into. Either way, the game as a whole just sucked. I mean, like... You know, each team had less than 300 total yards, which uh, is not great. Matt Ryan, I thought, looked awful. Um, he had he threw for 251 in a pick. Okay,
1: okay. Uh, really quick, I um, so the record for most penalties by a single team is 23. The most penalties for both teams is 37. I was okay. gonna say, I was, I was gonna just... say,
3: I can't find that, but yeah, that's what I was looking for. All right, I was for 26 sure penalties last night. And by the way, just in case anybody didn't watch the game or is living under a rock, the final score last night was Eagles win 18-12. Yeah, so it was
4: pretty much a track meet. It was, was,
3: the first half was uh, the slowest. It was basically watching paint dry. Um, And (laughs) I would would have thought the game would have exploded, right? Because you have a NFC, uh, you know, playoff rematch, right? And obviously Philly's hyped up because they unveiled the banner of that game. And everything you would have thought it would see some back and forth action, but no, what we went to the half six to three, I think. Yeah, if yeah. I, if I remember correctly, and uh, kind of a good thing because I have Jake Elliott on my fancy team, so good for him. Um, but I, the, the you know, started to pick up in the second half, obviously, but not to the extent that I thought it was. And the penalties, a lot of them were complete garbage. i um, with the rest of the group here. I was actually saying to, um, a couple people I was talking to during the game that I, you know, what I'm surprised that uh, I don't I don't remember a pe- uh, this penalty being called, but none of the tackling penalties did they, they ever call anything for that? Well, not penalty, really.
1: There wasn't anything. There was a clipping penalty that answer. game, by the way.
3: Right, yeah. there was a clipping penalty, and that was uh, rare.
1: Really Which it was a, It was a clip, but like it's just something you don't see often.
3: Yeah, yeah. and it, it was it was a really weird play too. Like he didn't really get him that good. He just got his leg enough to get him to fall. Right. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but yeah, there was a clipping penalty. Uh, it, Which, it, it, was, it was funny. I forget the head referee on, on that game. I forget his name already. Um,
0: yeah, I can't remember. Either. Yeah,
3: I can't remember his name, but uh, it looked like every time he had to go and call the penalty, it looked like he had to really think about it for, for a couple <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah, did anybody did. else notice that? Like, he got up and he goes to the PA. He turns on the mic and it's like, holding.
1: Oh, yeah. Defense. D- off, off defense. <laughs>
3: I, I numbered the shit. Yeah, he
0: did have that one time where he did mess up, but it was funny because, like, late in the game, Al Michaels—you <laughs> could literally tell he was visit, like, he was upset, like, he was over, like, he like sighed before he's, he was like, <sighs> and there's another penalty on the yeah. field, and like, <laughs>
3: and like, not really,
0: pal. Uh, but no, I, it, it, that, it was. I, it was almost every, every play, it felt like there was yellow on the field. It, it was just, it was annoying.
3: <laughs> I didn't yeah. understand the one, I, I, I forget, I think it was a Falcons corner who made one of the best blocks of the game and got called for pass interference for basically just touching the receiver's back. It may have been
1: Trufant.
3: I think so. Um, I'm not good with the names, but I, I was like, really? They're calling me bats? one of our best
1: corners. He, yeah. made, he made an
3: insane block. Like, just uh, solid. And I, I don't know. It, there, this game was not fun. Uh, but like I said, I brought up the tackling thing because what I was saying is I was su- I'm waiting for this, these new tackling rules to cost somebody in the game, and I'm surprised it wasn't half of the penalties that were called last night.
1: It, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just surprised not- at that.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, how I feel yeah. about that
1: fucking game, guys. No, I don't um, blame you. I don't blame you.
0: Uh, one other thing I just wanted to mention, like, it's you know, I know it's the first game of the season, but Nick Foles actually looked like a backup quarterback last yeah. night. Um. So he only threw for one seventeen. Um. And he had a pick too. Uh. Jay, Ajayi it was a nice a, pick too. Uh,
3: I was gonna say, wait a minute. Don't, don't that wasn't like a Nick Foles like throw like under throws and it got oh, picked no. off. No, it it hit a receiver. The receiver yeah. got hit and it popped out into one of the other Falcons' hands. I so mean, it really wasn't like his. Fault for that interception. I that
0: look. Spot. I agree with you. Like, I don't think those should be on the on the quarterback. The real reality yeah. is it is. So he did throw an interception, but yeah, yeah. I know. I just wanted uh, to
3: clarify for anybody who didn't really watch the game that it was it was not like a typical interception. It was a very weird bounce, and uh, whoever it was that actually ended up picking up the interception was just in the best position ever. So that was really all it was. Um, it was a good pick. Don't get me wrong. It just it really wasn't like a Nick
1: Foles interception. So it's really, uh, really, right. That's
3: all. Uh,
0: and then the two standout stars were JJ for the Eagles had uh, 62 yards on 15 carries and two TDs. And then the guy I thought was a star of the game um, was Julio Jones. Yeah, uh, absolutely. He had 169 yards. Nice on 10. <laughs> and, but here's just, here's the stat that mind boggled me. So he was targeted 19 times, which was about like, he was targeted about half of the times. Now, Get ready for a stat that's gonna blow your mind. So, me and Brandy were discussing this earlier, and we believe this includes last season and last nights, because they say the last two seasons. But I believe, like I said, it's last night's game. They are including as the start of the season last night. So, yeah, it was a little
1: weird when you gave me that stat at first. So I was like, wait, that doesn't sound right at all. Yeah.
0: So this is from Sports Center Facts. Matt Ryan has completed just one of twenty passes targeting Julio Jones in the end zone in the last two seasons, including playoffs.
3: Wait, in in the red zone or uh,
0: has completed has completed just one of two pass passes targeting you mean Julio Jones in yeah? What did I say? One of 20, twenty passes targeting Julio Jones in the end zone. So actually, when he's physically in the end zone, like Julio. So yeah, that was insane. Oh,
3: so Julio <laughs> being in the end zone, like just just for his route, not like Julio gets it like at yeah the forty exactly. And... Okay, okay. When that's he's interesting. Actually
0: in the end zone, yes, okay. that's crazy. To me. Wow. This guy, okay. Not only is he one of the best receivers in the game, he's one of the biggest body receivers. Like he goes up and gets them. The fact that that's a stat, I, I like. I said I thought Matt Ryan was their big problem last night. You had that one pick. Now I know it looked like it was a miscommunication between him and Jones, but like that was when um Darby came out and they had a backup uh cornerback on Julio Jones one on one and he was getting beat. And he threw a out- he threw a ball that was perfect for that like corner to pick off. And that was like my tipping point. I'm like, dude, I wasn't even a Falcons fan. I was mad. Like, um, but yeah, uh, again, I think what we can say is that was just a sloppy game. Um, hopefully that's not what is going to be happening this season. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, uh,
3: and uh, one, a one more, one more quick thing. I mean, so I was—I want to point out. So even during the game, um, I, I lived with three roommates at college, and uh, I had one watching with me, and he was talking about how uh, how bad Matt Ryan's. And I'm like, well, no, Matt Ryan used to be decent. I had, dude, I picked Matt Ryan and Julio Jones as a duo in fantasy like two or three years back. Do probably you when, know how many points when, uh, that got me?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that was probably when the. Matt Ryan was the MVP, which was yeah. two years ago.
3: <laughs> right, yeah. So
1: I, well, it was,
3: was that. Remember that
0: five hundred, three hundred yard game? That yeah.
1: Seriously,
3: seriously, I'm pretty sure I had him for that game. I, I can't remember exactly what I have, dude. It was a gold mine. So I was, I was actually defending Matt Ryan, but I could not defend how you get to the red zone. Julio gets open. He was open on his route a couple of times, and he overthrows him twice in a row. How do yep. you manage to do that, man? Like, and not even like, oh, it just missed his head. No, he like was basically going for the post. Like, it was going for the field Go post. I don't, I, I don't yep. understand. It, it, it made no sense. It was, it was kind of a sad thing. And then also, one more thing, just, to, you know, we've talked a lot about the Falcons. Um, Eagles are looking good. I mean, you know, Nick oh, Foles... Are they Eagles, really, though?
0: I think their defense is looking their, good. Their
3: defense is scary. Their yeah. defense is very scary. That's what I was going think- to say. It's their defense. And then, yeah, Nick as Tyra said, yeah, Nick Foles looked more like a backup quarterback than what uh, he was last season, obviously. Um, and then in case those who ever heard Carson Wentz, they're, they're saying right now that he's out several more weeks. We really don't know what that is, but they're trying not to rush him, which is a good thing. Um, because you know, he's going to be the franchise, right? So, uh, so I don't know how they're going to be with Nick Foles at the back, but if that defense is going to be the way that they were last night, then the Eagles are going to have a really good season. And when Carson Wentz comes back, it's, it's, it's going to be a sight. Uh, they still got Aguilar. They still got Sproles. They still got Hertz doing work. So you know it. They're they're still a team to beat right now in the NFC, man. I'm telling
0: you. Uh, and I'm just gonna add one more thing. I know I don't want to keep this going, but it is yeah. worth noting that uh, a lot of their success, uh, basically all their offensive success on their route to the Super Bowl last year when Foles was playing, was the um, run pass option, which they That's ran a lot last night, but you know, I felt like, you know, if they and now, you know, you might say, well teams are figuring it out because that's what they did last year. But I think, you know, that's what that's what Nick Fall has excelled under. Um I would expect to see more of that in the coming weeks. But anyway, let's move on to some more uh NFL talk. Uh this happened I think like a day after our last podcast, unfortunately. But uh Khalil Mack uh got traded to the <laughs> and then signed a contract. Afterwards, huge trade. So I'll just go down with the details of the trade. So Oakland traded Khalil Mack uh, to the Chicago Bears, along with a 2022 second round pick and a conditional fifth round pick in 2020. Uh, in return, the Raiders acquired a 2019 and 2021 first round pick. Along with a 2023 and a conditional 2019 six. I don't know the conditions on the uh, picks. I would assume it had something to do with if he signs, because that's what they usually do. I don't know for certain though. Um, and then after the trade was accepted, the Bears signed Mac to a six-year, $141 million contract, $90 guaranteed, uh, which was the day after Ar- Aaron Donald got signed. So Aaron Donald was the richest defensive player in the NFL for one whole day. <laughs> you, know, you, know
3: funny? Um, you know what's funny about that stat about richest uh, uh, defensive player or richest any player? It's that yeah. they're, not, they're not rich yet. They something could easily yeah. happen, right? You know?
0: it's, well, it's just funny. With I mean, now he's getting 90 million guaranteed, but we all know that contracts in the NFL are not fully guaranteed. So no, and then it, it, you that, never
3: could have a Hernandez thing happen, and uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm
3: sorry, I'm sorry, but it, it's what happens. It's what it, happens.
0: I got you. No, but uh, as a Broncos fan, I could not be happier to see him leave this like our division. Um, <laughs> He had, four, so I was looking at his stats earlier. So, 40 and a half sacks in his first four seasons. Um, and he never missed a game, which is actually, I found interesting too. Um, but anyway, yeah, 40 and a half sacks in four seasons. Um, this guy, you know, had, I think it was three years ago now, had his, uh, you know, probably his biggest game in his career, had the four sacks against the Broncos. Um, you know i uh, he was that defense to me i think that defense is literally going to be a bottom 10 bottom 5 bottom 10 defense i don't like their secondary to begin with and then they lose their best pass rusher um i i that's just my opinion but yeah i think they're going to be in for a long season uh in terms of the bears i you know that defense is looking good <laughs> like so last year it is Thursday, now especially Last year, they kind of came out of nowhere with their defense. Like, you know, it wasn't it was supposed to be particularly good. And then they ended up, you know, as a top 10 defense. And now you add Mac, uh, along with, you know, you got, they're starting to lock guys up too, which is nice um, for them. Um, you know, they have guys on long contracts so that'll be there for a while, but now you have that the secondary that they have, which uh, generated a lot of picks last year. And then you got, you know, Khalil Mack now. That's a threatening defense. Um, And I don't think the Bears are like a playoff team yet, but you get a couple – like, you know, as Trubisky uh, develops on offense, you already got a good defense. Like, that could be a good team in a few years. So I'm excited to see. But, um, like I said, I could not be happier for uh, Khalil Mack to be out of the afc west <laughs>
3: this, is a, this is a weird trade man. that's the i that's the one thing i never saw coming and it was kind of well, sad to see uh derrick carr's reaction
0: oh uh, yeah afterwards well,
3: like, he had no idea
0: well it's because it's one of those things and we'll get to it later with Le'Veon bell it's just that they couldn't agree on a contract and, yeah uh, that's what it was and it's just you know again like i said we'll talk about it later but that's it's one of the things that's almost ruining the NFL. Um, I understand why players do it. Like I actually, you know, it, I understand it from both sides of the spectrum. Um, you know, with the GM, the team, and the player. Um, it's just that, uh, yeah. I, I just I think that's been a big problem in the NFL is the NFL holdouts. But yeah, that was a pretty big trade. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> am I crazy to think? By the way, that. Like, I I, again, and maybe this is my bias from seeing him in the FC West, but um, I think like I almost think the Raiders should have got more. Like, I know they got two first round picks, but Khalil Mack is uh, like a a, literally an all star. Like, again, and maybe that's biased for me seeing him, and 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 you know, again, I completely agree. Is that what I I, I, I get the two first round picks. And I know it was a third round pick, but like I even like would throw in a second in there. Like that's how good I think. That's
1: a is. lot though for for an individual player
0: though. Yeah, but like his NFL Mack. like trading <laughs>
1: NFL draft picks are a lot different than trading
0: NBA draft picks. I get that, but it's it's Khalil Mack, man. Like I don't yeah, I know. It's it's he's an, a pro <laughs> bowler, and. Uh, he's a guy that gets you know ten sacks a season easily. Um, uh-huh. I I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm crazy, but I just
3: no. I think, but I think most of the NFL world's with you on this one. I mean, no one, no one doubts Khalil Mack's ability. Um, the fact that what I mean, yeah, first first uh round picks are a, a great thing to get, right? But for someone like Khalil Mack, you could have got half the team along with him, right? Like he's a walking Hall of Famer. I what what I my favorite comment, I forget who it was, so I'm sorry that I can't really cite the source. It's like, yeah, cool, the Raiders got uh two first round picks. Who are they gonna draft? Another Khalil Mack? Like what was Yeah like, what were they after? I, well
0: I think the other thing for me is that they sent a second round pick with him too. Right. So basically, you know, you're sending a second-round pick. You're getting a third-round pick. So, like, you're basically just getting two first-round picks, for Lee Mac. That, uh, that was kind of my thing with it. I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. So, not that it was, I think, you should be getting more, but they sent a second-round pick. So, yeah, And, now,
3: and you don't know, oversee a second-round pick. That's a valuable yeah. pick.
0: So, I mean, they basically got two first. firsts um, because the second and third would kind of cancel out. I mean, I know they're going to be, obviously, play. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just... I uh that's just my opinion but we will yeah. I we will <laughs> move on.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh I'm going to take the baton on this
3: next story. Um because uh we as a pod- uh, the members of the podcast did not want to get into too much of a political discussion about this because that's not really what we want to do here. We love to give opinions and you know trust me we really love to give opinions on on things you know sports related video game related whatever we have some strong opinions we have a we have a freaking sound effect two sound effects for various hot takes that we give on the show Um, but politics that's something we really want to hear I mean um, we have our own opinions but we just didn't want to argue and debate on a public forum that could result in us being extremely mad at each other Um, in case you haven't figured out what story I am about to talk about, it's the Colin Kaepernick and uh, Nike partnership story that happened a few days ago. So, if you haven't seen, Colin um, Kaepernick has become the face, uh, one of the faces uh, of Nike's um, of Nike's uh, 30th anniversary of their "Just Do It" ad campaign. Um, the picture Nike tweeted out is a picture of Colin Kaepernick with a grayscale filter that says. Uh, uh, stand up for something, even if that means sacrificing everything, something along those lines. I don't know if I got the quote completely correct. Um, Which was uh, instantly memed out (laughs) by a lot of people, which was kind of funny, but uh, the message strong as ever, Nike standing, uh, in a way, making a statement with Colin Kaepernick. Um, You got extreme reactions from both sides, those uh, those in favor of Kaepernick or those who support Kaepernick and those who have been clearly against Kaepernick and his uh, his protest with the kneeling during the anthem uh, that started two years ago, and you know, uh, in case you don't know, of anything about that, uh, Colin Kaepernick is out also in a court case uh, suing the NFL for um, uh, basically plotting to not sign into a team since he was not signed last summer, saying that uh, he
1: was not signed due to political views, which is not a good thing. Um, but what what you know, I just want to
3: report that this happened. Uh, the Kaka is now the face. Of the team. I did not want to give too much of an opinion. Um, I have my own. The rest of us here on the pocket too. I'm sure those who are familiar with the story know. Uh, I encourage everybody, if uh, you're not familiar or you really want to keep up to date, to uh, go find other sources. To if even if it's opinion pieces or just uh, stuff like ESPN or Sports Illustrated reporting on it or whatever, um, and make your own opinions. Um,
4: they should put Colin Kaepernick in a Ford commercial and see if people take flamethrowers to their trucks. Oh, I, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. No. I was. Yeah.
3: Um, like I said, part of the extreme reaction, as Zach is kind of referring to here, in case you have not seen, the people who are against Nike are uh, boycotting or calling for a boycott and are burning their shoes, clothes, everything under the sun, in in, in you know in uh in attempt to boycott uh Nike, but. Like I said, uh, I'm just reporting what has happened recently. Um, uh, Nike plans, I believe, to start a clothing line and a shoe line with Colin Kaepernick. So Colin Kaepernick is absolutely going to get paid for this, um, and he's going to keep being the face for a little while. Um, yeah, I mean that that's a, that's pretty much
4: what happens. Um, do you think yeah. people? Do you think if they put him like in a car commercial, people would actually do that?
3: No, no, I, I not. I, there, there would be those select few who would probably Somebody would. Somebody yeah. would. The, yeah. Somebody
4: would do it for the YouTube hits. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. I burned my car because of Colin Kaepernick gone wrong,
4: gone <laughs> sexual. It was, it was like, when <laughs> I mean, you bullshit. set your car on fire, what's gonna go right about that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they forgot there was
3: gas in it. It like exploded. I don't know. Who knows. <laughs> Uh, all right. So I, we're going to move on from this. Cause like I said, we, yep. we, we decided that we did not want to have a discussion about this. So we're going to move on.
0: Yep. Uh, well said. I think, um, you know, from my point, like I, we said, we don't want to talk politics, but I think... Uh, it is our job to at least inform the people about it. So, that's And it's also, it's
3: also listen, the, listen. The, 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 I'll say this much, that the, the issues that are being brought up in these discussions with Colin Kaepernick at the NFL and, and the country as a whole are important. right? But we just, we just did not want to cause any rifts here because that's how we're about. The four of us on this podcast are really good friends. And trust me, off air, we talk a lot about these things. Don't get me wrong. And we're civil about it. It's just we didn't want to spark any fires here that's this is not the place for it this is not what we want it to be we want this podcast to be informative and fun and entertaining for everybody we don't want to alien everybody we welcome everybody we welcome all opinions we just didn't want to discuss our own here that's just the decision we decided to make and I hope everybody respects that
0: yep all right and moving along uh, one interesting kind of one because you just don't you don't see it a lot uh, but this is a very serious topic Michael Kendricks, linebacker for the Super Bowl-winning Eagles last year, uh, was on the Browns um, this year, uh, has since been cut. uh, But he has pleaded guilty to insider trading charges and faces up to 25 years in prison. Um, I'll read a quote because I actually kind of think it's a little bit funny. Uh, When asked why he pleaded guilty, Kendricks said, quote, I'm making the right decision because it's the right thing to do. End quote. Uh, uh, okay, whatever. I, I guess he just figured that out now. Yeah. At least he uh, won a
4: Super Bowl before he's going to prison for two <laughs> days. Yeah, don't <they'll> show his <laughs> ring in the fucking jail. He's cells. gonna walk up into prison and be like, "What's up, motherfuckers? Just won the Super Bowl." <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, the sen- the Life sentencing complete. is scheduled for December eighteenth. But just crazy story, man. Like you know, you don't. Yeah, I, I guess you hear about athletes getting into trouble, a lot of it being like, you know, drug related and stuff like that. But just this is and this is just so random, like insider trading. Like, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, crazy stuff. Um, going it can be hard to get into
4: when you're that rich because, you know, you invest your money.
0: That is true. I will say that, like, I, it's surprising that this is kind of the first time, but it's just. It's never happened before, or at least to my knowledge, or what I can remember. That it's weird to hear about. And it's
3: it's the- just, it's just. I'm sorry to cut you off. It's, it's okay. weird. To, it's weird to just. It's weird just because it's an NFL player. Like, yeah, there are you know there are high up executives or or other public figures, not athletic related, probably that have Oh yeah, it's not like it doesn't happen. It it, it happens probably a lot. Definitely. Um, it's just interesting to see for. A football player to get to get involved it's just interesting um also worth noting for the the, the statistic uh he apparently was using uh insider tips from some uh, from an acquaintance he made 1.2 million dollars in illegal profits on four different major trading deals so that's what he's in trouble for so he made investments based off insider tips and that was not public knowledge uh and he ended up making uh over a million dollars with it which is illegal
0: crazy stuff but um yeah, like I said, I just like I said, for me, it's just weird because you don't usually see uh, this, and then it happened. <laughs> so yeah, right. Yep. Uh, like I said, the the sen- sentencing is scheduled for December eighteenth, and like I said, he could face up to twenty five years in prison. Uh, moving along, uh, more NFL talk, but a little cross sports here. Uh, Jalen uh-huh. Ramsey, uh-huh. cornerback of the Jacksonville Jaguars. uh, arguably the best cornerback in the game right now, Uh, has uh, had a a summer of uh, a lot of trash talk. Uh, We've seen earlier in the summer, he was giving his rankings, I believe, or something for the quarterbacks. And he was (laughs) like, yeah, Joe Flacco's trash, blah, 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 this and that. And now he's attacking the NHL. And the NHL players are known uh, for you know, being like, oh yeah, it's all about the team, blah blah blah. They don't really speak out, but they were unamused by uh, Ramsey's comments. Hmm. Um, basically, e, uh, Ramsey told ESPN. Uh, I, this is where I got the art- article from. Uh, he, I don't know if that was like you know the first the first people to pub- publish publish it. Excuse me, but either way, he said he's so confident in his athleticism that he could. Make an NHL roster in six months if you train. Um, that did not sit well with uh, with some players. I actually have some quotes here because from some NHL players. Because I think, you know, you have the more serious ones, but then there's actually some really funny ones. Uh, so this is from Jack Eichel uh, of the Buffalo Sabers. He says uh I I think it's insulting to our league uh for us players we've dedicated our lives to playing in the NHL to think after 6 months you can come and play uh, arguably one of the hardest sports in the world I mean I think it's ridiculous he he would say that it's ignorant end quote and uh then you have uh, Dylan Larkin of the uh, Red Wings saying um let me see oh he said oh He's like he, he. said he's never just skated before. There's no chance. That was the big thing for me. Like, hockey is learning. Hockey is one thing, but if you haven't learned how to skate, for, you're not. Forget it. Like that's normal. Yeah, it's and animal.
3: That's, it's, it's uh, a big thing too. Like, it's a big thing that people look at, even on like rookies, right? Even on kids. Like, yeah. can they skate? If they can't I, skate, they're honestly, staying in the AHL
0: longer. I think it's honestly the biggest part of hockey right now. Is the, it is the speed of the game. I don't care if you have fucking. Brick hands and you can't do anything. I think if you can skate fast, you have a chance. Be- just because, like, you know, creating chances with your speed, that's a big thing in the NHL. Yeah. Um That's a big thing in any sport. If you can run fast, if yeah, you can skate it, fast, if you can, it, you know, it, do whatever. It, a lot of sports, I mean, you know, it's funny to think about because 20 years ago, I feel like this narrative was completely different, but speed kills in sports. Uh, And, you know, 20 years ago, it was like, you know, how technically gifted the player was but uh you know more than the, obviously it's more than just speed but that's such a big part of the game now uh Seth Jones of the Blue Jackets said you can't even learn to skate in 6 months <laughs> um
3: yeah no way no and then way
0: some of my favorite ones down here uh, newly signed uh center for the Toronto Maple Leafs John Tavares said simply uh well i tell him good luck then um <laughs> i And then, uh, last, I just have one more quote from uh, uh, San Jose Sharkswinger, Evander Kane. Uh, And I I agree with him 100%. And, like, this is where, like, I kind of wanted to cap off the argument. Not the argument, but, you know, I think this makes the most sense. He said, I think I'd be 1,000% times better at his position in six months than he is at mine, Uh, which I totally agree (laughs) with. Dude, I mean... A lot of players also acknowledge that, uh, you know, it, like they said, yeah, I want to make the pros obviously in six months, but like, they're basically just, you know, it's Jalen Ramsey. Just, I guess he has nothing better to do. Um, he's so good that he doesn't have to practice and has all this time to talk trash. So he's, I, <laughs> by the I, way, I just want real quick. I just want to give um, the articles from Emily, Emily Kaplan of ESPN. Uh, all okay. those quotes came from, but yeah. yeah.
3: So I, 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 <laughs> Like I said, so I, I don't want to downgrade any position in any professional sport. Everyone's better than me. Um, cornerback is not easy, right? But at least you're on solid ground. If you can run, you can play cornerback. You just gotta have to, you know, get to learn how to block and cover and routes and everything like that. But you're talking about getting on slippery ice and skating and doing it in an efficient way. And that includes stopping on basically on a dime when you're flying down the ice after a puck, right? Like I can, I can skate, right? I think I'm an okay skater, but dear God, I cannot stop. Like, so for him to say that in six months he can skate, shoot, deke, block, check, everything under the sun, he's out of his damn mind. I don't, get, <laughs> I, I really don't get this one. And I, and I get what he's saying. He's not exactly trying to bash the NHL. He's just simply saying that he, he's so confident in himself as an athlete that he can go cross sport. Which, okay, if you want to go cross sport, go ahead. I mean, he obviously can't do hockey because it'll interfere with football. But, guy, would I love him try and pull, like, a Michael Jordan or something and try and play basketball and baseball at the same time? We'll see how that goes. He'll be spending his time in single A. But I, 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 this one just hit me in the wrong spot just because yeah.
0: it, it's bad. He, he can't even play. Like, he wouldn't be able to play with nine-year-olds in Canada. Like, no. Literally. Dude,
3: he would get Deke out of his goddamn skates. It's... it's
0: it... I, well, so, that, like, you know, I, it, he would become an instant meme because I could just oh, yeah. imagine he steps on the ice and just one of those things where his legs just go completely the opposite direction and he just falls flat on his you face. You know what?
3: You know what? I, I have an idea. I have an idea hear me out okay all right right. so let's put Jaden ramsey in the celebrity game (laughs) okay let's see let's put let's see if he can at some point uh get in the celebrity game because i think everyone remembers the infamous image where justin bieber was put into the boards by was it chris pronger
0: yeah it it, uh yeah i'm pretty sure it was chris pronger Uh, yeah uh and I
3: actually hope that if he gets on a summer game, that there's a, a player there who's known for hitting, uh, and they just lay out Jalen
1: Ramsey. Justin Bieber was also kind of—he um, also got humiliated uh, in the NBA All-Star game by Scottie Pippen.
3: W- worth noting. Worth noting, by the way, for Justin Bieber, he grew up in Canada, and I, from my understanding, he actually plays like beer league stuff. He, so it's honestly, not like he, he plays he's
0: honestly not that bad. Like no, you know, he's not. Obviously, he's not good, but like you know, for somebody who probably doesn't have that much time, like, he's actually pretty decent.
3: I mean, I'm pretty sure he grew up with it, though, too, which probably helped. It's it's like riding a bike, right? Like, he knows how to play. So even if he doesn't play for a year, he can go back and play. Yeah,
0: especially with Canada. I feel like every boy kind of grows up playing hockey. Or not, you know, I shouldn't say that. I should say, to be politically correct, maybe, like, you know, 80% of the population is like that. Yeah, Uh, But, yeah, um, you know, just... Jalen Ramsey's a fucking idiot. That's yeah.
3: I don't know, but still one of the best quarterbacks in the league, especially on Jacksonville, where literally their defense is named Jacksonville for God's sake. So look, they're good. He's good. He's a fantastic player. But to say that he could make an NHL roster, he's having a laugh. He has he has no idea what he's saying. He has no idea how to get into it. And uh, seriously, like just just for reference, like go watch like an international under sixteen game or something like that, or under eighteen game. Go watch the World Juniors this year. Just 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 go watch. These, these, are, these, these are kids that, like, I look forward to it most of the time than regular season hockey, like in the NHL most of the time, because it's so good. Like, they're so good. It's, it's yeah. just go watch. It's, and those
0: kids are, like, you know, 15, 16, 17, right. depending on, on what tournament you watch. And those kids are better yeah. than most of the population. So uh, yeah, it's crazy right. stuff.
3: Yeah, I don't um, want to get any more, give, give them any more time. we am have- obviously a big hockey fanatic, so that's why it struck me that.
0: We do have one more NHL topic, which is a funny one. So, uh, obviously, it's well-documented. Not well-documented. I mean, it is well-documented. But <laughs> the fact that the the uh, Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup, uh, Alex Ovechkin's first Stanley Cup, and he's had a wild summer, uh, to say the least. Um, so, it was put out by the NHL. So, if you don't know, there's a, somebody basically, his name is Philip Pritchard, and he's the keeper of the cup. So when, you know, it's not in, like when it's in the regular season they keep it uh you know, he'll get it back from the player, she cleans it like he's the guy that, you know, has the cup and he's the guy that brings it out to the ice for the the ceremony. Um and what we've seen on a lot of videos, they actually did it on Jimmy Fallon too. They had Jimmy Fallon do it is they've been using the Stanley Cup as a basically a keg stand. <laughs> and the NHL uh basically put out I don't know if they put it out a statement or Pritchard put it out a statement to be honest with you, but uh they don't want the players using the Stanley Cup for keg stands. Uh no shit. But here, <laughs> I'm reading this article and it says quote, in fear of hurting it end quote that's why they don't want it because they, they don't want it to hurt the stanley cup I, well
3: it, it's it's not like it hasn't been hurt before it's been dented uh yeah. uh it's been i if i remember it was thrown off a roof of a house uh and dented by a pool i think if i remember I, that correctly. i, Jesus I, think, Christ.
0: I th- think that was the uh, stanley cup yeah i'm pretty sure and yeah.
3: I, th- I i think you know i i think they were partying with Tantara if i remember correctly the old oh, okay. 90s metal band yeah yeah uh if i remember correctly I, I i i remember reading that somewhere but i could easily be wrong but uh yeah so it, it's, it's not like it it uh it, it could get hurt but it, it does take a lot of power
0: i mean all uh, right pretty sure uh, the overall statement he kind of made was, "Uh, we're trying to preserve the history of the Stanley Cup. We don't want any unnecessary damage to it or a person in case they drop the person or he presses too hard or something."
4: Well, why do they uh, let a bunch of psychos who just won an important championship <laughs> put it around for a week?
0: After- it's not because even it Alex Ovechkin. Summer, like, uh, they won't. I think, uh, Pritchard, like, gets it back. Uh, I want to say, like, either. N- uh, like, late September. Um, I, I think that's when it is. And basically, like that's when they take it back, and they clean it and all that. But um, yeah, I mean, these players have the Cup. They pass it around their team. Each player has a couple of days with it. Um, that's kind of the tradition. They bring it to places, and uh, yeah, like I said, you know, I think Obi, after he won the Stanley Cup, was hungover for fucking two weeks straight. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. I mean, it's just kind of a—we're literally at this point. It looks like the NHL is digging for stories because that's how dead it is right now. But it is a pretty funny story, um, to uh, to talk about. Uh, next we are going to move on to some video game stuff. Uh, the Black Ops Four, uh, beta for the new Blackout, the battle royale. Uh, yeah, battle royale, um, mode is uh coming out soon. I think the PlayStation Four release date is uh, September 10th, and then it comes out. <clears throat> excuse me, shortly after for PC uh, and uh, Xbox. Uh, but a big, the big story essentially there was uh, Bobby. Do you know if it was like I, an interview? I guess it was.
3: It was a interview with Dave Van with with uh, Gamespot, uh, or I'm sorry, with Game Informer. That Gamespot did a summary article on. So um, apparently, Game Informer asked him 195 questions about the game. Uh, oh, about Blackout specifically. Okay. I didn't realize that. Um, they asked him about frame rate. I uh, don't know what the question was exactly. And he, talk- and he said that Blackout technically can run at 60 FPS. And he said that's always a target for these games. We uh, suggested the game might not always achieve it. Um, it's not the biggest surprise, it's just the, the headline that kind of caught my eye over this whole thing. Um, for those who have played Fortnite or PUBG or H1Z1 or any Battle Royale type game, you'll know that in, in times of uh, like a, like big fighting sequences, like there's a lot of groups or a lot of squads fighting, uh, your frame rate drops, right? That's just kind of the nature of the beast. You have 100 people in one game and you have all these kind of graphics renders. So it, it was just the headline that, that caught it. Um, it. It, uh, I'm still excited for it though. I don't think that it's gonna be too much of an issue. I'm sure everyone's gonna be fine with their frame rate. It was just an interesting little tidbit about it. Uh the trailer came out yesterday, I believe, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah. And it was dude, it looks really fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I uh I seen the trailer. Um the trailer, uh it looks good. Um I've also seen like a lot of uh I don't know if they've gotten permission now, but I've seen a lot of new gameplays out recently. Um it, not in terms of blackout itself but just in cod in general i'm excited man like uh we've mentioned this before on the podcast but we're all big fans of the black Up series um i think they do really good work um yeah and i think this is gonna be uh a big thing um there was some interesting thing points uh one of the things that i've seen that i'm not totally surprised about but uh, as we know, in Fortnite, there's 100 players each game. I know uh, in Blackout right now, there's 80. I know they're testing, though, um, as many as 115 players in the game. So it'll be interesting to see what they what they come out with, uh, you know, what the final end result is. Uh, also, pictures of the map have came out. Um uh, yeah, so it's good stuff. I mean, like I said, I'm really excited to get hands-on with it. Uh, you do get the beta if you pre-order the game. Uh, like I said, uh, the PS4 version comes out September 10th, and then uh, you, it's usually at, what, like a week or two weeks after it comes yeah, out like for uh, Xbox and PC. So, um, yeah, good stuff. The other thing that came out with that, uh, I don't know if it was that interview in particular or if it was known before, but... Um, the, one of the other big points was that um the Blackout mode will not feature cross play which a lot of people um you know pointed out Uh I'm, i think you know i'm not totally surprised about that i don't know what your guys opinion is on you know you know with that but yeah that was just the other interesting point um you know uh with there being no cross play but um yeah that was the there was a lot of juicy information out of that um Interview. There's a bunch of articles, so um, you know I suggest if anybody is a big you know fan and wants to know more, uh, to check out those articles. Also, uh, real
3: quick, just a, part of the yep. reason why crossplay uh, not not in this instance, but I want to point out just one comment that the P- PS4 executive made the other day that I was talking about. Oh but yeah. Apparently, yeah. with uh, the Fortnite, uh, the PS4 executive, our CEO, something like that, said along the lines that the reason why they're not allowing crossplay is because it's PS4 is the best place to play. <laughs> I yeah, I can't get over this. Yeah,
0: I really can't get over this. I can't. Yeah, that's that's not true at all. Man. I'm but not that, trying what to What did they say about? PS4? Let me
3: let me find the original thing. So, so
0: basically, they're like I'll just recite to you. There was an exec um, who, from PlayStation who said that Fortnite is best when played on PS4. Essentially, um, that was the gist of it. <laughs> so yeah, you can take that, but it, that's just not true. Didn't
4: obviously. the game come out on
0: PC first?
3: On, on cross-play, he, so this is from Sony CEO, I'm sorry, I might butcher his name, uh, Kenichiro Yoshida. Uh, he was a uh, te- IFA technology show in Berlin, and he was asked about, this is from Cineble, uh, cinemablend.com, by the way. Uh, the reason cross-play is limited to PS4 and PC and not uh, also with Xbox is because it's about giving users the, quote, best experience to play games like Fortnite, saying, On cross-platform, our way of thinking is always that PlayStation is the best place to play. Fortnite, I believe, partnered with PlayStation Four is the best experience for users. That's our belief.
4: It sounds like he's just talking bullshit, and he didn't give any real reason why PS Four is the best place.
3: It's because they want to hold on to the. They want everyone to come to their system, which I get. But it's like it's not your game. Like that—that's the biggest thing to me. It's like it's not your game, and it's not your games that you're making. I'm. They get behind games. I get that, but this is not one of them. This is Fortnite, an independently made game by Epic Games that. Would be amazing on full crossplay. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I don't get this. You're not losing. I don't feel like you'd be losing players if you were just to allow this to happen. If anything, you might make more sales. I don't get it. I really don't get. It. This is a topic to big talk about for another day. But just know that this really pisses me off. I'm not trying to get into a console war. I play PC a lot, and I have an Xbox One. But, uh, but you know, I've had a PlayStation Two, PlayStation One, and whatever, and I played PlayStation, 3, PlayStation Four. I at the end of the day, I'm done with this console war bullshit. I just want to be able to play all my friends. That's really all I care about. I don't care if it's on the computer, on the Xbox, on the PlayStation, whatever. The only reason I get the Xbox over the PlayStation is because that's where most of my friends are. That's Spider-Man
1: it. Spider-Man on PS2.
3: I, okay, hold on. That We're not... All right, hold on. There's a lot of games on PS2.
0: Did, oh, P- Okay, okay.
3: Never mind. No, P. Yeah, S. So, and then there also is. Does the new Spider-Man game only coming out for P. S. Four?
0: Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: No, it's coming out for Xbox as well. Oh, is it? Uh, is I it? It's it not coming board. out for P. C. Though. Oh my bad. I
0: thought it was. Uh,
3: Can you uh, imagine the mods? Or? The mods on that game if it were coming oh, yeah, out for really. P. C. Dude, my my favorite video right now is the uh video from uh someone on GTA 5 on P. C. Who added uh, who was it uh not uh, they, it, it was it's not Thanos. uh jesus who was it
0: i i think i i actually remember was it yeah. like a youtube video because i, yeah. I uh, yeah
3: jesus i i forget um but basically it was a video they added a mod where he just goes in and destroys everything and he's like flying and like shooting lasers and stuff like that just blowing everything up in the game and it's like, wow! Like, imagine this type of game, like something like Spider Man. You could do something similar, right? You could
0: add Thanos to that game,
3: and it would be like him just blowing up the city for
0: no reason. I mean, GTA is fun, I love mods. but it's like so much better with mods.
3: <laughs> yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
1: I
0: right. dude, you think you think mods are fun?
1: Like back when I used to play fucking NASCAR on the PlayStation, I would just drive <laughs> in reverse and crash my car.
4: Good time! Oh god, dude, like dude you want to talk about? like cheat codes back in the day me and Brendan were actually talking about this the other day but nothing beat in the original Spider-Man game on the PS2 using the cheat code to play as Green Goblin and then fighting Oh, Green yes.
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> yes. Oh yes. I remember that. I remember that. Like I did so I did own the game my cousin did but every time I play yeah, I, I do
1: that. Yeah. You I it it was green way, goblin was- versus green goblin biggest plot twist ever
3: <laughs> it was vision in that uh that gta video i'm talking about it was vision that's what it was and
1: like the funny thing is like they like they changed the voice of green goblin like the the evil green goblin when you were playing as the regular green goblin yeah so it was really messed up <laughs>
0: but do you guys remember though like having you know like on the old ps2 games like you'd have to do the button combinations to activate cheats and stuff like that like oh yeah good times uh Mm -hmm. but we are getting way off track yeah (laughs) let's uh move on we have a few Fortnite things we wanted to talk about the Fortnite update real quick uh the high stakes update uh just got added um I, i believe it was what september 6th it was i'm sure i'm thinking Excuse me, I'm stumbling over my words. I think it was yesterday, um, but uh, I haven't gotten hands on with it yes, uh, yet. I know, Brandy, um you did, right? And then I think both you and Zach did, right? You've played the new high stakes game mode. I haven't yeah. played it. has been a while since i played GTA. Um, G- Fortnite, I'm talking bro. about Fortnite. <laughs> 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 we we, 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 we kind of went
3: on a different tangent.
0: I'm sorry, yeah. the new uh, The new, yeah, the update's called high stakes um basically a new game mode was added uh you had some new scans and also the grappler gun was added which uh from the videos i've seen is gonna uh it's gonna be a interesting tool dude, to use <laughs> I've, I've
1: seen people like shoot rpgs and then like grapple onto the rocket and then kill people and i'm like right. dude that is sick yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I I I love it. Like the new game mode is a lot of fun. Uh I've only played like maybe like four or five games and I've already won twice. And it's actually pretty easy to win if you can get a gun first. And I just, like go ahead. I, I
3: was say no, I just I was just saying making I just shared a picture of uh, our game last night, Brendy.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, but it, it was absolutely um it's it's a lot of fun. Uh it's a really nice update. Um sometimes like it, it kind of causes us to or, I, I noticed this a little bit when I was playing. Like the FPS seems to be like a bit high a, a lot recently. Um, but like and, and like, there's like a few glitches. Like the picture that Bobby just shared, where his fucking feet is through the bus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it's it, it's actually a lot of fun, and I it's definitely like he's recommend. By
4: his neck to the bottom of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's wow. like a fucking Flintstones car. <laughs> For anyone who can't see this, there's basically. A van floating in the air, and Bobby's character on Fortnite, his head is just stuck into the bottom of the van.
1: You <laughs> gotta find a way to like display the picture for a few seconds on the podcast. Yeah, I'll probably I, I might just put that as a video. We'll see.
0: Uh, uh, I'll let I was gonna say Bobby. I'll let you you have the patch notes. So I'll let you read through because I know there's a lot I'm missing. So go ahead.
3: Yeah. Just so post the, it on
0: the, the uh just post them on the pod uh
4: the uh podcast Twitter and say as mentioned.
3: Yeah, I can do that and uh. So this is a version gotcha. five five point four zero for Fortnite. Uh so the added the high stakes event, uh which is the cool getaway mode, which is it's pretty fun. I like it. Uh it it, it makes it uh it makes it uh, drastically different game, which is a lot of fun. That's that's you know, gives gives the game a little bit of a breath of fresh air for those who may have been tired of playing it the normal way. Um so it does have the grappling hook, which uh Zach almost made the best escape of all time with it uh last night when we were playing. Uh I wish I had it recorded, but I don't. Uh but it was hilarious. Me and Brendy were down. Uh, we were playing just three person squads. Uh, me and Brendan were down, and the whole squad was attacking Zach and, Zach, and Zach's just whipping around them as they're trying to build and <laughs> capture them. But he's like whipping in trees, like around the around what they're building, and over the <laughs> hill. And so he, he ended up dying. But it, it, for a good like two minutes there, he was uh, he was just evading everything. But uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. He was shaking a bacon that whole time. It was it was hilarious. Um, so that's there, and then they have uh, they added a weekly horde challenge uh, for the save the world mode. Which, I mean, honestly, do I even need to be reporting on that anymore? I don't, ha- I'd be curious to know how many players like actually regularly play that mode. It's um, supposed
0: to be coming free like soon.
3: Yeah, I'm not surprised because like no one's gonna pay the 20 bucks for that anymore. Like nah. it's just it, I, you know, it's sad because like I played it and it was pretty cool, but it's not what it's known for, and they know that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah uh, for sure.
3: And also had a Harvester Fiona. Uh, it's a smoke bomb thing. Or, uh, and a new Harvester Ninja. I know nothing about that mode, so I'm not going to pretend to. Uh, they had some bug fixes as well, uh, so the unneeded assets to made main of memory. Uh, fix an issue that caused camera jitter when simultaneously canceling Sprint while reloading. Uh, Fixed a server crash that would occur when a player edits a building. That would be funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, fig- fix an issue that prevented weapons from firing when holding the fire button during a weapon swap. Okay. I've had that happen to me a bunch of times. Yep. Uh, that, okay, that's good to hear. Fix an issue causing the crosshair to drift if player rapidly presses aim down sights with sniper rifles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I was trying to do some quick scopes. Uh, fix some buildings destruction effects being played twice. Uh, fixed ammo quantity counts not updating probably on in the inventory screen details. And fixed broken anti-aliasing in handheld mode on Nintendo Switch. How are these people playing handheld Man, The people who play Fortnite on mobile, you're out of your goddamn mind. I can't do it.
0: Yeah, but I you know what? Uh, like I've said, this, you know, my sister plays on mobile, and I don't know how she does it. I give her a lot of props. Either and the way. people
3: play on the Switch. That's like playing on, like you know, the, the Switch. You know, has the the buttons on either side. That's it. That's all yeah. you got. Mm-hmm. help yeah. hell? I want to uh, see. Actually, you know what? If anybody's listening, I would love to be linked to like some insane Switch or mobile Fortnite players. I want to see them do this.
1: I want to switch Fortnite trick shot.
3: Yeah, I. Oh, Jesus, I want to see like a player who's exclusive on one of those platforms and can build and edit just as good as uh anybody else on PC or Xbox or PS4.
0: Um I, you know, we said this before about um uh you know, Epic Games. We really like how uh you know, they have a weekly update and they always, you know, they're always looking to improve. That's what I Oh shit. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Randy. Jesus Christ, man. All right, <laughs> uh, you, you can do it, Bobby. Um, now your social media, you do it. It's, right. They're doing social media stuff in the middle of the podcast, very professional. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to say, I, I really like how, you know, they're always making the look changes. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, listen, update. we
3: We've wrote Epic before about this in previous podcasts, yeah. where we said like that them as a company are doing what I wish a lot of other big companies would do on major, major titles, um, constantly trying to keep it fresh, um, putting as much as they possibly can behind it. And uh, yeah, it's good to say. So this is one of those things, right? Like it's it, it's actually changing the whole way everybody's playing. I mean, you can go play normals, right? But then there's this you can do, um, which is really cool. It's another way to win. It's just it's a it's a different mode.
0: Yeah, I and, you know, as much as I love, like, regular Fortnite, like, it does, you know, when you're playing the same thing over and over and you have no challenges to do or something, like, it does get a little stale, so it's not, you know, it's good to see that, um, uh, you know, they're adding stuff and, you know, along with, you know, they're, the changes they're actually making in games, so. Uh, mm-hmm. We're also going to just move on to one other Fortnite topic um, we had in mind. Uh, so, There's this whole debate about skins, um, on, you know, for the, the big Fortnite players, there's, I should say, there's a big discussion with skins in terms of the most, like, rare skins in the game, um, and should there be, should you be able to purchase it, essentially, so, um, in terms of, like, what I'm essentially talking about is the, the skins that were, the seasonal skins, so you have your Halloween skins, um, you know, uh, your Christmas skins, St. Patrick's Day skins, all those like holiday skins, you can't get anymore. It was a limited time thing. And, you know, people are debating whether, you know, should you bring them back and be able to pay for them or should you be able to leave them as rare skins. Uh, the other thing we want to talk about is like, you know, one of the rare skins in the game, uh, it's called the, I, I don't know, you know, the percentages on it, uh, if it is the rarest, but, the skin's called the Recon Expert, and it's basically one of those skins you can get in the shop where it's like twelve hundred V bucks. Uh, they basically slap on clothes to a, you know, a normal character, uh, and then that's the that's the skin. And it's like I don't you know, really like skin. skins like that. I don't either. That's what I'm saying. It's the most plain skin ever, and it's the rare, like it's you know top three rare skin in the game. It makes well, no sense to me. Um. You know, so we kind of just want to have a discussion in terms of, like, uh, you know, I, I guess we'll do, like, a little roundtable thing here. I'll, I'll go to each guy. You know, do you think that skins should be brought back, um, or should they be kept rare? Like, should players have access to buy skins, Um, you know, when, you know, a lot of people, like, I wasn't playing back Halloween last year. Like, you know, those are the OGs. So, so should here's, skins come here's back? Some-
4: I've got a, a pretty interesting take on this. Not it's not even really that interesting, honestly. <laughs> so, <All right. laughs> so skins that are that you can get through having the season pass should be left like in that season. But if the skin has been like in the item shop once, it should be able to be brought back to the item shop. Right. But well, as that- far as like skins you unlock by, you know, purchasing the season pass, those should be left yeah so yeah, real if quick, if you didn't I just, play that season, then you don't get
0: it i uh, at least to my knowledge, like the recon expert, like I said, one of the most rare skins is one of those skins that are just in the store like i'm I'm pretty sure like it's not like a you know uh, one you got through the battle pass or something, so yeah, I just wanted to add that, but sorry, continue <laughs> I mean that was really it. i think that's
4: I feel like that's pretty fair because i mean you, you get the bonus, you know you get the exclusive item for playing. You know, if you're one of the Fortnite players in season one, you've got all those super rare skins that you know not a lot of people are going to have because Fortnite wasn't that didn't pop off immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I,
3: I I uh so I wanted to also bring it outside of Fortnite a little bit in turn this this idea of skins and games and kind of microtransactions and also just like I, I have some statistics I want to share about about these things real quick if I may. Um, so, I, I, what I wanted to know was, Fortnite's a free game. The mm-hmm. battle royale mode is a free game, and they have a, you know, they have the the uh, battle pass and everything else, like and, and other things you could buy and, and a million other things. So, um, I looked up. Uh, I I tried to find more current. I I, I kind of failed to do so. Uh, Uh, Revenue from in app stuff. And in February of 2018, uh, Fortnite had a monthly revenue of $126 million. So that includes skins, the battle pass, just that. That's it. (laughs) And for a free game. Right. And it's that it's this idea of. And it's like, everyone's trying to get the rarest items, right? Which, that's the biggest thing. Like, nobody wants to wear... And my my big thing was, like, no one wants to wear the skin that looks good. Everyone wants to wear the the rarest skin you can get. Even if it's the ugliest, freaking thing in existence, people wear it because it's kind of like a show-off thing, right? Like, for me, I'm not one to really care about skins too much um, in games like this, but I see why. But I'm not going to go blow a bunch of money on it, right? I'd rather buy other games. That's just me. Um, but for me, if I was a skin person, right, and, and maybe it's just because I'm not fully invested into it like other people are, uh, I would want the skin that looks good, even if it's like a common one. You know what I mean? If it, I want, yeah. I want my player. I'm a. I forget. It was a Rocket League video I was watching. I think it was by uh, Sunless Khan. Is his name? uh who talked about uh he was talking about ways to get better at Rocket League, which uh, you know, that's the game I play a lot. And I was talking about how there's this mentality that if your car looks good, you'll want to do better, like this drive. And to me, if you have this ugly skin, it would get annoying at some point. I don't know. I actually
0: I, me. I, I, I actually agree with that because like I I try not to buy stuff because I don't like microtransactions, but I always find myself doing it anyway. So like I have a few skins now that I bought and I like switching it up because I I don't know. Again, like it's just, it's just not that it gets stale where you like, you feel like you need a new skin, but it's just something new. It's like something Mm -hmm. like, Oh, well I have a new skin now. Like, and it's just an incentive almost to play. Uh, I agree with you though. Like I, I could care less how rare skin is. Like, you know, I, when I do buy Fortnite skins, I buy the ones that I like. Like, I'm not going to buy one that I'm never going to wear, even though if it is rare, like, you know, I I like, I like the ones I like. And
4: uh, well, the real problem with it comes with all these like aftermarket accounts and stuff that people are selling. That's why it's even a debate.
0: Yeah. I was going to say that there's a lot of things. You also have like the, uh, the scammy websites for V V bucks and stuff like that. Like, yeah, there's a lot of things out there and this is, um you're right this is why this debate kind of came up because um you know people people are saying well i'll pay x amount to get this rare skin and it's like you know and then you have all these sites that are tricking kids like "Oh, get a million v bucks you know just put your credit card information in and blah 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 and like obviously those are fake and you should never do them but uh you know the there's a lot as good as Fortnite is uh people have to suck and they do a lot of bad things like that so um yeah and
1: tyler really kind of quick of um yep. uh really quick before uh like i'm I'm glad you mentioned the fact that like sometimes like if you're wearing like the skins like they'll get stale and like you'll get tired of them after a while what what do i do after every Fortnite game you i switch your, just i yeah, change my skin
0: say, you do it more than anybody because like i'll see like you know, we'll be playing, and then like next thing they're like, "Oh, he's a different skin now." And then because I guy. have
1: I have ten skins, like ten or more skins that I have listed as favorite, and then I have like the the shuffle option on, oh, so it only yeah, cycles yeah. through those yeah. those skins that I like. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: um, you know, and th- I, that's
1: that, that's what I really like because like then I won't get too tired of the skins I'm using because I still really like the uh, I, I forget what it's called the skin that you get for completing week one through seven. Um,
0: the um, yeah the enforcer the, yeah uh, yeah the
1: I Thor, really like uh, that you know, skin um, yeah. I'm not tired of it yet and I've been I've been um, you know I've obviously had it since the end of week seven and you know I've loved it <laughs> and it's because I I'm cycling through it repeatedly
0: yeah and I I just got to the point where I got to a tier 100 on my battle pass so I got the Ragnarok skin and uh one thing if you don't know about the ragnarok skin is your xp throughout the season uh sorry my computer just went to sleep uh your (laughs) xp throughout the season doesn't it, it adds up so like when you get the skin it's not like oh now i gotta do all this xp to get to the highest level like it's already up there for you uh and that's like my favorite skin in the game right now but even like after i was using i was like i kind of want to switch it up again it's just something about that but um yeah for me personally and i think for all of us here it seems like at least like we would rather have a nice looking skin uh that we actually enjoy looking at rather than some fucking like copy and paste bullshit that they just throw on a character um because it's rare uh, so yeah, we just kind of wanted to have a little well, bit of a 4 debate about that. Go ahead. I
3: wanna, I, I wanted to bring up a couple more statistics real quick, just just for comparison reasons, um, and it may spark a little bit more discussion. So I, I was curious about Counter Strike as well. Counter Strike, go. For those who don't know, um, it has a huge, huge uh, gun skin market, right? Uh, with a lot of different things, uh, from everything huge. from rare to you know legendary stuff and stuff like that. So I found a statistic that in 2017 uh, the game generated a revenue of $341 million. Just, ju- just for the record, $341 million in the 27, uh, 2017 year by itself, versus Fortnite's 126 million in one month of February 2018, which is kind of ridiculous. Um, so there's that, but I also wanted to point out how it started a freaking like stock market and trade system of skin. There are a lot of shady sites that have to do with skin gambling, and skim buying and trading and everything like that, like two big YouTubers, uh, T. Martin and uh, Syndicate, got in a lot of trouble because, uh, was it, wait, was it Syndicate? It was Syndicate, right? It was
1: Syndicate,
3: yeah. Okay, and so T. Martin and Syndicate, two prominent YouTube uh, CSGO Lotto. Figures, right, who were uh, big figures of CSGO Lotto. They did a lot of videos of them uh, buying and gambling on that site for CSGO stuff uh, without disclosing that they were also owners of that site. It's a very shady way. I'll admit that I've, I, you know, I, I was just in there just for like the, 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 the chance games to try and get a skin. Uh, that's it. So, I mean, I haven't like full on tried to gamble for it. Plus, I don't care enough, right? Like, I, I am not trying to buy a bunch of crates and keys, right? right. I, that's just me. I mean, I have skins that I just happen to get, but they're, I think the highest I have is like an epic
1: that somebody gave me, like a purple one that somebody
3: gave me a while ago.
1: Um I actually got a pretty good um a pretty good op not too long ago. I forget what it's called, but I remember like I, I saw that like that little uh like tick like from when you're like opening the opening a crate. I saw it land on a fucking red op and I was like, oh my god. Right. Like, that like that people love that feeling. Like I that's know. why they spend a shit ton of money on it.
3: And I guess part of it too is especially CSGO's case where it's it's uh more crate based, is that like, okay. You roll a crate and you get the rarest possible thing, like a knife, like a crimson knife or something like that, like a fade. And
1: never got one before, by the way. Never,
3: not neither have I. Um, the knives are cool. I'm not gonna say as I. It'd be cool to yeah. get one. I just I'm not gonna go searching through a bunch of crates for that.
1: It, it, I've never even seen it slide across my screen.
3: Yeah, I, I had one time where I opened like one crate. I think because a friend of mine gave me a key, and I tried it. And I saw it, but it was, I was nowhere close. I've I never seen nowhere. one. I've, I've, I've opened a lot
1: of crates and I've not seen one.
3: I had it, but then I just, I didn't get it. But so, yeah, it, it, it's just so weird. And there's nothing else to buy inside Counter Strike. This right. is all skin and game sale revenue. Cosmetic
1: does not, uh, does not, uh, improve your, uh, gameplay at all. It's all no. cosmetic.
3: No, I, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't have the battle pass in Fortnite. I have mm-hmm. everything I need. What I hate is games that will block game modes, like why Battlefront 2 flopped, because they had certain game modes that were blocked until you bought it. That I right. hate, right? But like for games like Fortnite and uh, CSGO, they give you all the maps, all the guns, everything. You can play the game without the cosmetics. It's up to you. And I'm not trying to bash those who buy the cosmetic stuff, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to buy it. Everyone's free to do what they want, it's so their money.
1: And they, the cosmetics on CSGO have not always been around.
3: Right, yeah. That, that's they were not one. there on release. It was a it, rev- it revived the game, right? Absolutely. Like so, um, it's just it's just an interesting thing to me. Um, I
1: think forget, forget it was I think it was called like Arms Deal or something. The update, yeah,
3: that's I think that's what it was too, if I remember correctly. But it's just an interesting thing. Uh, and, and that's it too. And that's the big thing on like games like League of Legends too. Now, for those don't know about anything about League of Legends, you also buy like rune pages and stuff that will help you in the game too, which is part of why I stopped playing it, it was because like I had to I felt like. To even get to any higher level, I had to buy more things. Um, but a lot of the sales that League of Legends makes in their revenue uh, is um, through uh, skins. And right. a lot of stuff is seasonal too, which is uh, part of why uh, people are asking for returning skins of Fortnite now. Um, skins can come and go and won't be on sale anymore and stuff like that. They're called like Legacy Sins in League of Legends or something like that. I forget. Um, but a lot of it's all skins. The cosmetic stuff sells. It's it's just it's an interesting thing to me, and I, I I just want the game to be better. I don't care about the cosmetics. I just want to be able to pay whatever money I have to get the game, and then have a really good time playing it for hours. That's really all I want. I'm not again. I'm not bashing those who buy cosmetics for games. Uh, you look cool. You look cooler than I do. You're a lot more hip than me. But. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's just not, it's just not me. And maybe because it's also like I'm just trying to keep my money for other things and other games. That's just me though. I know there are people in other situations where they can kind of splurge a little bit or they want to splurge a little game. It doesn't matter. And everyone is free to do their own thing. I just, it's just not for me. Maybe I'll change down the line as, as this kind of keeps progressing into uh, more and more major titles. Um, like I know, you know, Angel 19, a game I'm really excited for, which gets released next week. Um, We'll have the hockey bags, but that's, and that's a crate system, which I'm sure. But,
0: uh, hold on, <laughs> uh, Sorry to interject. Uh, they've actually said that you can't buy those. Like, right.
3: That's the interesting thing. That's a yeah, progression right. thing, which yeah. I like. I like that kind of thing. I yeah. like the progression system. I like that best because that rewards me for like the hours <laughs> I'm going to put into this game. Cause I'm going to put the hours in, trust me, I'm going to put the hours into your game. I want to be able to try and rock some of them. Even if it takes me longer than just putting in five bucks. Like, I want to be able to earn those things. Like, it's just a the tiny little reward for me. That's kind of cool. And that's just me. I like progression rewards more than buy rewards. But I understand why people end up putting the money in. It, I get it. And it's also supporting the developer, especially an independent developer like Epic. I get it. I, I just, it's just not for me. That's, that's really it.
0: I, I, see, I kind of wish I was like you. Um, like, in terms of not, like, buying skins, but I don't know, like I said, for me, it's just, like, it keeps the game fresh, mm. and, uh, you know, I should spend it on other things, you know, but yeah, I decided to spend it on video games, so. Like, like
3: you know, for me, uh, buying food or buying a rare skin <laughs> in Fortnite, for, you know,
0: I, I,
3: um, I'll um, i admit, I will admit, so Rocket League, they released their Rocket Pass, which is basically uh, the, the Battle Pass of Fortnite, but in Rocket League. Um it's a similar thing. It's like 10 bucks or something like that. You buy you actually you have to buy keys and then redeem those keys for the pass Um in that game. Uh it's tempting. I yeah. grind that game a lot. Um and I, I'm a sucker for I'm a sucker for cars. So the fact that you can design cars like gets me at that aspect. So I'll admit that it's enticing. I haven't done it as of this video. I don't think I will. But I'll admit that it is a little enticing. I will. Yeah, admit. I was
0: gonna say that's your game, so I'm, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't. But I, I,
3: a- I have not put. Besides buying the game and buying the three DLCs that they had, uh, I haven't. Uh, I don't think I, I have not made any purchases within the game. Uh yeah. I, 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 they have a lot of progression events and like redeem events. Like they did did a Halloween one, which I guess is coming up soon. Uh, again, and they did like a Christmas one and had a summer one going on with the update of Salty Shores, but. uh, you know, I like those stuff. I like that stuff, and I got some. I got some cool gear, and I like my cars right now. So, uh, as of right now, I'm, I'm not buying it. But you know,
1: last thing so, I want so so to say just before. Last thing I want to say just before we move on. Um, if I'm playing CS:GO and I get sniped by a guy with an off dragon lower, I'm jizzing my pants. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, And, and I, 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 dude, it, it's, it's you get ridiculed sometimes in that game for not having a
1: skin. Like, yep.
3: I, I, I don't have the quote-unquote sexiest skins on the market, right? Like, I have some pretty common skins, like just some camo stuff Yeah, like the light blue
1: skins.
3: Right, like, I don't... I, some people, like, picked it up and like, Ew, what is this? I'm like, it's my fucking... Who are you?
0: Like, Yeah, but in the same token, like, you see people making fun of default skins in Fortnite all the time. So. Right, and
3: I'm a default skin, and I'm not going to proclaim to be this uh, amazing no, player. No, you're Fortnite. a Twitch skin. Yeah, oh, I'm a Twitch skin. Yeah, that's, that, <laughs> that, that's, a better, that's a better term for it. Yeah, I'm a Twitch skin. I, whatever comes out for Twitch Prime, I'll get. But uh, no, I, I, I'm I not going to pretend to be this amazing player, but I think I'm decent enough, better than other people that I've run into. I mean, I don't know. The, the, the guys here are who play with me the most, so I don't know if you can vouch for me or if you're just going to tell me that I suck, which I'm expecting to happen more. <laughs> uh, but I, I just, you know, I... I I just don't have the, the, the urge to put the money into the game. And I, I don't even play Fortnite by myself. The only time I play Fortnite is if these guys are on. That's it. Right. That's, that's another reason. But I, like I said, I'm not going anybody who doesn't, who, who do it. It's also a great support system for independent game developers, and I'm all for supporting those people. But it's just, uh, in, in that circumstance, it's not for me. All
0: right, I think that was a pretty good discussion. Uh, <laughs> as what happened last week? Zach's got to get that money, so he's going to work. <laughs> You've got to get that money, fellas. Money. Be back. Wait, wake up, Talk Kings. We're making that bread. Talk to you, <laughs> fellas, next Friday. Yep. luck right. you, you. Peace and love. All right, so we are going to move on to uh, Bernie's segment, in case you missed it.
1: All right, guys, I got some pretty good stories for you today. Uh, and I tried to, to keep it like a little bit non-sports re- related so that um, so we could kind of take a little bit, bit of a break from that stuff. OK, um, but there is one sports story that I'm going to cover briefly. But uh, we're going to start off with Burger King. So I'm not sure if you guys have heard, but Burger King plans on uh, releasing a uh, a new uh, like a chicken burger. And it's going to be called the... Uh, I think it's called the chicken crispy burger or something like that. Um or, or no, crispy chicken burger. That's what say, it is. It
0: sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh
1: so but it has not been released yet. Um and it's going to be released in the UK. Uh and Burger King is offering uh the first person to try this crispy chicken burger uh 20,000 pounds or 20,000 euro, sorry. Whatever it is.
0: No, yeah, it is pounds, you're right.
1: Yeah, 20,000 pound. So how on earth are you going to get this 20,000 pound? Well, first, um, you have to enter in. Basically, it's kind of like a contest. What you have to do is record a video of you pretending to take a huge bite out of the burger. Oh, God. And then you need to send it to the judges by by sharing it with the company on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram using the hashtag BK20Bite. So if you guys want uh, an easy, easy 20,000 pound, um, you know, hopefully you can get that transferred to U.S. dollars, Um, (laughs) then by all means, you should uh, consider doing this contest. (laughs) So what do you guys think?
0: Not a chance because if I, you know, knowing Bobby, he'll like, I'll have a picture of my mouth, you know, me eating (laughs) this and have my mouth wide open and something's going to get edited. I don't need that. Dig in a mouth, bro. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no chance.
3: Uh, also, so this no,
0: like, is a sandwich, right, you said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's,
1: a crisp, it's called a crispy chicken burger. Well, I can't eat it anyway, so you know, screw that. <laughs> Why can't I you it? eat it?
0: Celiac. Got celiac disease. Yeah, oh, okay,
1: yeah. Same, same thing for me, really. So, so, um, so those
3: who so those don't know real quick, just to educate y'all real quick, uh, I, have, I have celiac disease, which uh, is a sensitivity to gluten. Um, and and gluten is in a lot of things, mainly bread products. So uh, a lot of fast food I cannot eat because of that. So just I do too. Bit. By the way, I just
1: don't bring it up that much. Really? I don't think you would be ever even talked about this. Um, because it's kind of recent. Um,
3: oh, oh, okay. We can talk later if you don't want to talk about <laughs> it.
1: Oh no, I'm more than happy to talk about it. I'm just saying, like, I'm I've I've also got the same thing, so I can totally relate. Oh, sweet. With yeah, but, with, with look, at, yeah. look at this. What two with, 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 <laughs> with that said, I am victim to like pizza and stuff. Like, you know, that <laughs> hard hard to turn that down for me,
0: at least.
3: Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. But uh yeah, I I just, like, I no way I'm doing that though. I'll-
1: so none of you guys are doing the challenge? No way. Fucked no up. way. No. All right. Well moving on <laughs> to the next story. And guys, <laughs> Uh, this one may be a little bit sensitive, um, to the ears, and, <laughs> oh God. like, cause, th- okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read this, okay. Oh, no. So, let me give you a scenario. Alright. You're at the beach. <laughs> Alright? Alright. And, um, all of a sudden, you see a stingray. What, do, like, what, what would be your first reaction?
3: uh run run
1: i'm swimming. like run. get From out of the water.
3: water like get out of the water don't don't go near it don't touch it it it, it killed Irwin. i i'm not i'm not about <laughs> it dude all yeah. right
1: well uh. here's what happened to this man who was on the beach in china oh no so in a bizarre incident um a man in china he was filmed uh wincing in pain as a stingray stung him on the genitals while swimming
3: no, oh. no, no,
1: <laughs> no! 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 And the, no! No! <laughs> no! Yes, it happened, no. and there's pictures of it too. Ah! Uh, no! Um, wow. God damn it! So, uh, the relax his relaxing time at the beach was interrupted as the uh, barbed tail of the uh, oh of the stingray managed to get into his shorts.
0: My dick just hurt. From that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um
1: and apparently when helped arrive, like it was still stuck there.
0: Oh my god, Breathe! <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me, man.
1: <laughs> um so firefighters and paramedics arrived soon to help. Um and they like the stingray sting can can be fatal, but the man is okay now, uh, and it's been reported reported as stable.
0: Bro, he ain't okay,
3: dude. He got his Ooh. fucking dick stone, <laughs> oh <my> bro. <laughs> I wanna know the only my only question is well, first of all, that had to hurt like a bit. Like I yeah, can't oh, yeah. Yeah. picture that kind of pain. Uh but I, I wonder if it does it does it say anywhere if it has any lasting effects? Like
1: uh it doesn't say exactly. Like it's kind of a short article. Uh it's from the uh it's from the Express, so I'm not really sure. Okay. Um, but it's as far, as far as this says, it says at present, the young man's condition is relatively stable and there are no other problems.
3: I, I, I mean, I guess that means that he'll be okay once they, you know, just get it to heal. Right. I mean, (laughs) I'm, I'm surprised Uh, he still has it, man. Like I, without trying to get too graphic. I'm trying. What I'm trying to say is, I'm glad that I guess there's going to be some use out of it afterwards, still, right? <laughs> and I don't even mean just like those reasons. Like, you know, I, you know, does he need like? Is going to be like a catheter or something after this for oh, right. Yeah, I know. We need to move on. I know. That's what all I'm right. saying.
1: Well, let's that's let's go ahead and move on to the next story. Which this Christ. one is. My <laughs> <death>. <laughs> this one's going to be a bit funnier. Uh, so hopefully, you guys enjoy. So,
0: uh, if you do what I said, I need a better story. My dick hurts.
3: Yeah. Uh, thank you for not making that the last story, by the way, Randy, like, thank you for making that. Like, a middle <laughs> oh no, this baseman. one, this
1: one's gonna, this one's gonna cheer, cheer, cheer you all up. So you guys may have heard about this. Um, so, uh, Todd Frazier, uh, if you don't know, he's a third baseman for the, uh, I believe for the Mets. Yep. Uh, and he was playing against the, uh, the Dodgers and one of uh, whoever was at bat hit a uh, foul ball um, that was probably like playable by Frazier. Like he had to like reach into the stands and get a, get the foul ball in order to, uh, in order to catch it. Well, apparently he was able to fool the umpire into thinking he caught it by swapping the live baseball with a rubber ball. And the uh, batter was called out because the, because all the umpire saw was a ball in the glove. What?
0: So let me. Let, I was gonna say, give some context on this because what happened was you could see, like you could see him catch the ball in foul territory. Like he had it in his glove when he went over into the seats, he lost the ball. I guess couldn't find it when he fell, and there was a rubber ball that a fan brought to the game there. So he picked it up, showed it to the umpire, and he called him out. <laughs> that, that was the whole context of the story right so, yeah, i did see this because uh it was on sports center the other night um and yeah it's uh and it's, people are
1: pissed about
0: this yeah i was gonna say I, that's what i was about to say like people are not happy uh <laughs> of course it's baseball like i feel like it's just something to talk about so they want to get angry about it mm-hmm. This but, uh, here's what
1: a comment on bleacher report says it basically says so taking vitamins can get you suspended, gambling can get you banned, but if you cheat and fool an umpire, it's a joke. MLB is run by a bunch of idiots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I uh I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, I who I think it was the Dodgers they might be playing. Or yep. I was okay. So I was gonna say, I mean, in their case they're playing for a playoff spot, but in the Mets case, I mean they're they're out. But yeah, really? I mean uh, you know, it's just one play. Look, um, <laughs> I mean, it's not great sportsmanship on his part, but that, that's pretty clever to think on his feet like he did. So, yeah, I mean, I have to give it to him. Uh, mm. Clever. Yeah, it, it, it managed is to work because the
1: umpire, like,
0: he called him out and the umpire was yeah. not fooled. I mean, look, the I umpire mean, the was idiot. fooled, rather. Uh, the umpire is an idiot. Because like, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but, like, from what the pictures I seen, the foam whatever, foam rubber ball, it looks smaller than an actual baseball, but like And I the know. umpire was standing right there, like next yeah. to Frazier.
1: That was my
3: next question. Was like was he uh was he like close or was he? Oh like, yeah, down he, like, the he line? like ran
0: he like
1: ran over to the area where like he, he caught the ball. Like he was standing pretty much like maybe three feet away from Frazier and called him oh, out. Okay.
0: And I, I didn't. What I didn't see after after was how did Frazier like dispense of the ball? Like, <laughs> what did he? Did, it just <laughs> did he it give it? The to the pitcher? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what did he throw it in the dugout? Like, what happened? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> sneaky, sneaky play there. I, I like the creativity.
3: I, I I hate it, but I love it at the same time. I'm I'm glad. Uh, it, I mean, it was creative. Uh but man, you got to pay attention, there, umpires. Come on, yeah, really. <laughs> Hell me killing me.
1: All right, well, uh, I think that'll wrap up this uh, this week of uh, in case you missed it. So, uh if you I hope you guys enjoyed uh this week. I try to get some pretty good stories this time around. Uh I I
0: I will say you're holding the end of, you know, you, you got you haven't getting good stories. I like it. Keep it going. <laughs> All um, right.
1: Well, yep.
0: uh go ahead. We're going to move on to just finish up the podcast some um, more NFL stuff. Um The big story uh, from the NFL right now um, with one of the best players in the NFL, Le'Veon Bell, Uh, it's like, you know, we talked about this in our NFL predictions podcast. It's been well documented that this guy uh, is not getting, you know, him and the Steelers are having contract talks, but it's not going anywhere and he's been holding out. And the idea was that, okay, he'll come back for the first game of the season. However, we're not sure about that anymore. There's a lot of people saying he's going to sit out till like week 10, week 11 um because I I'm not going to pretend like I know the rule, but I think there's some rule um if you don't have a contract by then, like something happens, I don't know. I'm like the, the team technically thing. could waive the fine. Right. Uh, but I'm not sure in this case if they would. Yeah, so it's a big story, obviously, because of the status of. I mean, I think Le'Veon Bell is, in my opinion, I know maybe numbers don't back it up, but like I said, I think I said this on you know another podcast. Uh, I just the way he's shifty. I think he's the best. Um, I think he's the best in the NFL. But uh it was interesting. The interesting part of the story is what uh, Le'Veon's teammates had to say about it. Um you know, the offensive line, basically, I know, you know, there was one guy, I don't know, I think, I don't know if it was Villanueva who said it, their offensive lineman, but basically they're like, look, we we do the job for this guy, and, you know, we get paid a lot less than he does, and basically right. a, lot, a lot of the Sears like, dude, fuck this dude, like he left us behind, and then you had Antonio Brown come out yesterday and be like, you know, Antonio Brown is just like a funny dude to me, man. Like, he's just like, he's just like, ah, you know, dude, we love you, blah, 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 stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's causing a lot of turmoil. And, and uh, I mean, it's still a rocker room for sure, it looks like. and Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, well, it's a big problem. Like, you know, I in the NFL Prediction Podcast, I said, uh, I think Le'Veon Bell is going to have an MVP season uh based on him not having a contract and he wants to show out but um you know again like he might not be playing for the first 11 weeks uh obviously that's going to shoot his chances i i for in my opinion i think it's worth i i think he just played the whole season again for that reason to get you know if he doesn't play the whole season he'll still get a lot of money but he could really show out this year and like really solidify uh, I you know a large number with a big guarantee. Um, well, if he doesn't
1: hold out for like you know the first few weeks then like then maybe, but like if if he's really holding out as as long as um he it seems like he's intending to, then he's kind of gonna be a distant memory in a way like he may he may have like a few um like really good games, you know between week ten and uh, seventeen, but. Um at at the end of the day the big story around his head is going to be you know he could have performed a lot better if it wasn't for this long ass holdout.
0: Yeah, I I mean yeah, I think i I think honestly he leaves that for this season, um because it's been the last few years they haven't been able to get a contract sorted uh he thinks you know and obviously any player thinks this way, he thinks he's worth right a lot more than the team does, but in his case, he thinks he's worth a lot more than the team thinks um and you know a lot of teams have problems paying guys that aren't you know, the QB position, the cornerback position, you know, he's a running back and the, and as good as running, you know, he is, uh, you know, the running back shelf life in the NFL is not very good. They take a right. beating. Uh, so you don't want to pay this guy and then him have a career running injury. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, like I said, I think it's in my opinion, I think it's in his best interest to play the whole year, but I see he's trying to make a point. Um, you know, and, and like I said, the the backlash from the Steelers teammates has been the most interesting uh case about this. You know, a lot of things came out uh two days ago now, um or two or three days ago where a lot of people were saying uh you know, like you had reporters saying, Yeah, this offensive lineman for the Steelers should um <laughs> you know, like fuck Le'Veon essentially and it's it's crazy, you know, like this guy is I you know Antonio Brown and him are their best players and they're kind of dissing them. Uh, I
3: found the comment. Uh, okay, good. Uh, so it was uh, Marquise Pouncey.
0: Okay, uh, if I'm saying that right,
3: uh, yep. he said. Okay. Uh, uh, so on uh, Le'Veon Bell's agent suggesting he'd like to know zero's plan for the running back this year. That's just stupid. He can't play football like that, and he's done with the absence. He said he prefer Bell just stay when he's going to show up, even if it's week 10, why play hide and seek? Why let your agent say this? Just man up and tell us what you're going to do. That was the big thing that went around. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you had Antonio Brown who posted a picture, basically, you know, we'll be ready when you get here kind of thing. Yeah. And and total support of that. And it's, um, man, it's got to suck. Like, I I don't know how you're his teammate and you kind of support this decision. I really don't get it because, like, from playing the sports over the years, right? And, listen, there was no money involved with the sports that I played. So, you know, I wouldn't have to worry about this. But um, I feel like I'd be pissed, right? Like, that I have a teammate who's holding out just for himself. And, listen, Le'Veon Bell deserves the money he gets. Like, best running back in the league kind of thing. But it's annoying. Like, yeah, the fact that he's just he's, – he's not, he's not thinking of the team and everything else – I, and to me, this is what I don't get. So he's not playing week one to protect his long-term value. Is anybody doubting that long-term value? That's uh, what I don't get here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it also, uh, you know, I I think the big thing is you're just really trying to make a point. And also, I mean... It doesn't need to. I, I know. I it, it's, it. a, it's an interesting situation. I will say that... Um, I I kind of agree and now and and the point about that is too is like I said this could potentially be his last year and he's a key part of your team like I would want him back because this you know not having him next year and Big Ben being as old as he um you know is I think that you know maybe their window is closing a little bit so you know you want to have Le'Veon there uh i'm sorry closing in terms of them getting a super bowl i think they'll still be a playoff team and stuff like that but you know they get the actual goal uh i mean i i think without levdian i i don't think this team wins a super bowl so you want to have him there uh, especially if it is his last year uh Mm -hmm. to play out and show out and you know even if he does leave uh give it a you know it's it's also a respect thing too um I, I I agree with you, I I I do side with Le'Veon a little bit though, because like I said, I think he should get the money. You know, it's been the last few years he's been franchise tagged, um, and he just wants his money, man. Like, and I think he deserves. It. Like I said, I think he's one of the better. You know, I think he's the best running back in the league, in my opinion. Um, mm. Right. Uh, I think uh, I think he deserves it, but it just it's been it's been a, honestly astonishing the backlash again, like from the, the teammates saying stuff and a lot of the you know stuff out of the Pittsburgh media. It's been it's been interesting. Um so we'll kinda see how that goes. That could be you know, if he does end up holding out, that's gonna it's gonna be big for the NFL. Um, you know, I, I still think like I said, that's the Steelers' vision I think is weak, so I think they'll take it anyway, but you have a lot of different uh variables happening if Levin doesn't play and uh rip to any uh fantasy owners that took him if he does hold out. So <laughs> yeah Um, yeah, um, it's a, it's a big story, but, um, you know, that is, uh, hopefully something that'll iron itself out. Um, we're going to move on to our last topic here, which is a fun one. I'm really actually looking forward to this. Uh, so basically we're going to start kind of a new segment on the podcast, uh, in the NFL season, uh, every week we have three games. Uh, what we think is, you know, some of the, maybe not the biggest games of the week, but games that are intriguing. Uh, So we have three games and what we're going to do is we're going to pick the winner of each game uh, and we're going to kind of have a standings throughout the season to see who does best. Uh, We'll also make like a score prediction. Maybe that can be like a tiebreaker or something like that. We'll kind of see how things go. We're trying to still iron it out, but uh, essentially we're going to have predictions uh, every week and then, um, you know, kind of see how that goes. And then, uh, you know, we're also talking about Uh, having you know recaps for the nfl too you know the nfl is always a juicy topic there's a lot to talk about so we'll always have nfl stuff but uh, i digress Uh, right now we're going to be talking about uh, the three games we have highlighted this week is uh, houston at new england uh, kansas city at the chargers and dallas at carolina all sunday games uh the the Houston New England game being a one o'clock game and the Kansas city chargers game and the uh, Dallas Panthers game. It's a, um, at uh, the four o'clock games. So what we'll do is we'll start with Bobby. um, again, computer went off. Love this. Uh, we're going to start with Bobby. We're going to go to Brandy and me. We'll give our prediction, uh, for each game. So we'll say, uh, to score, and then obviously the score will determine the winner. And uh, yeah, and we'll kind of keep a tally uh, throughout the season. So, Bobby, uh, you can start with Houston and the Patriots.
3: Okay, all right. So again, for those who don't know, I'm a Patriots fan. Um, there's a lot of weird things um, surrounding the Patriots right now that worry me. The fact that Julian Edelman's not there, and we really don't have as much of the receiving power as we did. Um, it worries me a little bit, uh, especially in this scenario against a team like Houston that's still led by JJ Watt. Um, but I, I think we still get the edge on this. Um, I don't know, but part of this prediction is also the fact that Sean Watson's coming back. I think he's going to be a little shaky um, on his return back because uh, what it was an ACL tear, right? Is that what it was?
2: Yeah, ACL yeah it was
3: tear. an ACL ACL tear last year. Um, so I think it's going to be a little shaky in game one, uh, especially in the first half. Um, you know, just trying to get his bearings. He might get it in the second half and start. Uh, getting some points, but I think New England still uh, edges this out for this game, uh, and I got 31-21 in favor of the Patriots. Okay, I'm sorry, what was the score? 31-21.
0: As I'm okay. thinking, Bobby, have, make sure you write these scores down so we actually remember what we said. Yep, I got them. Okay, cool. Uh, Brendan, you go ahead.
1: Alright, so unlike Bobby, I am not a Patriots fan. Uh, Quite the opposite, actually. Um, You know, 28-3. Uh, so, wow! still so, you just so, yourself. <laughs> yeah, I fucking did. <laughs> uh, but here's my reasoning behind um, the Patriots and the Texans. Uh, I believe that the Patriots, quite honestly, are going to have one of the worst defenses defenses in the NFL this season. I don't believe that, I don't necessarily believe that's too hot of a take based on last season, especially. Uh, Bobby, you can feel free to disagree if you want. On the, um, on the Pats'
3: defense, you said.
1: Yeah, the Pats' defense, quite honestly, just atrocious
0: to say the I least. Don't, I don't think well, it's going
3: to be atrocious. I don't think they're going to be as good as they've been, uh, but yeah, I, gonna, I still see, I still see them in like a mid-range defense.
0: Yeah, and you also got to remember, last year they uh, didn't have uh, Dante Hightower the whole year, so mm-hmm. that was a big loss. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, I'm I'm ke- uh, keeping up with. Um, Keeping up with the Texans, I've been doing that a lot recently. I've been following them. Uh, I thought Deshaun Watson has looked pretty good so far. Uh, And, of course, you know, with J.J. Watt. um, And that whole defense in general is really good. Uh, And it's obviously hard to tell what the Patriots are going to do without Edelman, like you said. Uh, So I'm going to pick Houston to beat New England 28-24 in a really close, maybe, like, last possession kind of game.
0: All right. And then my prediction. Uh, I I think this game is going to be one of those games where um the the rust is going to really show for each team uh more than any team across the league. Uh, with the Patriots, Bobby already kind of highlighted it. Uh, they have uh, Edelman's not going to be there for the first four weeks. Uh, Amendola is no longer there. You kind of get some turnover there. Um, you know, I I think Deion Lewis isn't there anymore. Um, so. It's Dan Lewis, right? Because they have White and Dan Lewis. I'm trying to think. He went to the uh, Titans. Either way, there's turnover there. Um, also that offensive line, they lost a couple of pieces. Uh, I think it's going to take a few uh, weeks for them to kind of get, um, you know, where they're usually at. Uh, the Patriots, we know. Uh, and the same thing for Houston. I mean, they we talked about how injured they were last year. Um, I think. Uh. You know, Deshaun Watson. I think he's going to be a superstar in the league. Uh, one day. I think this week is going to be a little bit of a struggle for him. Uh, just coming back from the injury. Uh, I'm going to go with 24-21 Patriots. All right. Uh, so then the next game we have the LA Chargers, uh, at home against the Chiefs, and Bobby can take that.
4: Uh, sorry, I was typing
3: something, but uh, okay. So, uh, Chargers and Chiefs. All, all right. right. So, all right. Um, I think the Chargers are gonna be are gonna have another strong showing this season. Um, uh, what 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 I'm more gonna focus on in my prediction is Kansas City. So they have Mahomes now. Um, I'm not sold. I'm not. Uh, especially against uh, a team like the Chargers. Uh what was it? I think in the preseason, what he threw one or two interceptions or something like that. What was it? Yeah, um, I, mean, I, I, I don't yeah. know. What
0: the, I don't know what the number is. I, I know that is the big concern with him. This is turnovers.
3: Right. So, um, and against the chargers, you really can't be doing that. Uh, so if in, in this regular season game, I think he had one other with Denver, right? One other regular season. Yeah. It
0: start. was, the, it was the last game of the season last year. Um, the Chiefs had already clinched, and the Broncos, you know, were wherever they were, five and ten at that point, right? Uh, and both teams were playing back, <clears throat> excuse me, backups, and he mm. torched them. But again, it was all backup, so it's to right. Take that with a grain of salt.
3: So I'm saying, with you know Mahomes uh, playing the way that uh, it's kind of been talked about with his turnovers, and the Chargers having a pretty good offensive power, um, I, I say that the Chargers take this one, and especially they have the home field advantage, uh, and I'm sure it's going to be pretty hot there. Uh, in terms of how the fans are going to beat. So I'm going to say Chargers win 28-14.
1: All right. Well, I'll do a little bit of team analysis. Uh, I'll say I really uh, have a lot of high expectations for Travis Kelsey uh, for Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe if if Kansas City can make the playoffs, you know, with like nine or ten wins, I believe it will be mainly because of him making some clutch plays instead of Patrick Mahomes. With that said, if Patrick Mahomes turns out to be a fucking uh, baller, uh, that would certainly help their case. Uh, but I'm going to focus a little bit more on the matchups um, like that the Kansas City and the Chargers have had in the past. The Chargers have never played Kansas City well, ever.
3: No, um, they haven't. That that is one thing though that the Chargers never can beat uh, Kansas City, even in uh,
1: post uh, season post circumstances. Right. They've always like either like been blown out or like they've like. Lost huge leads, um, that quite honestly they shouldn't have, and I don't necessarily believe that this is going to be a season where any of that changes. I've got the Chiefs beating the Chargers 21 to 18.
0: 18 interesting score, okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> all right, um, and then for my predictions, um you know, I, I was saying, I, I will admit, looking back on the predictions podcast, I'm starting to second guess myself with the Chiefs because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that that is a good team. My uncertainty with the quarterback is one thing, but that is a very good team. Uh, however, I do really like the Chargers this year. Um, I, I, I'm i going to say, I know you guys, are, Brandy's not going to agree, but I think they are a potential Super Bowl, you know, uh, contender. Mm. Um I really do I really like his team. I think that defense is elite. Um that's not a hot take. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so uh, one thing w- worth noting that I forgot to mention in the predictions, it's uh, it's kind of a weird thing. Um you know, last year uh the Chargers playing at a soccer stadium right now. Um and last year they had a lot of uh, away fans there and it almost didn't feel like home field advantage. Uh, It's kind of funny because, you know, that could be a big factor. And one thing that I forgot to mention is the Chargers actually use a silent snap count at home, which is unheard of because, you know, obviously when you're home, the fans are more quiet because you're on offense and you can actually hear yourself think. Uh, But, you know, with them having. You know them playing at home and having so many away fans. They actually use a silent snap count, which is uh, a little bit harder, and a lot of people's opinions to you can know, you, play with.
3: Can you define that? I, I, this, this is the first I'm actually hearing about this.
0: So essentially, when you a silent snap count is when you know they uh, teams use it for away games because they can't hear. So they'll use you know when you're home, you can you can yell, and your receivers and linemen can hear what you're saying, but. In the when you know a lot of away teams use a silent snap count because they're not going to be able to hear over the fans, so they'll you know do their hand signals and all that right. stuff, and that's basically what it is, and and that's what the Chargers you have to use at home,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and it's a lot harder to communicate that way. At least uh, you know, obviously it's not that hard because they do it all the time, but it's harder than. Doing it on a regular snap count. So they'll, you know, do communicating that way. They'll use uh, hand signals, stuff like that. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, you know, it's an interesting little thing. Um, yeah, I, I still think, I, like I said, I really like LA this year. Um, and then, real quick, just touch on Kansas City. Um, Mahomes is going to be his first. I know it's going to be his second regular season game, uh, but it's really going to be his first. Like I said, that game last year meant nothing, and teams are playing backup, so I don't really, you know, count that. So uh, I think he is going to struggle against a really good defense that are going to throw uh, different looks at him. Uh, I have the Chargers winning uh, twenty-one to ten, and then our last game here, <clears throat> excuse me, is Carolina. Uh, sorry, Dallas at Carolina, um, and Bobby, you can go with your prediction.
3: All right, so so here's the thing. This is going to be, I feel like, a a weird game to watch. There are a lot of holes in both of these teams. Uh, Dallas does not have the receiving power anymore without Dez. Um, But they have Ezekiel Elliott um, still on the back, so I'm sure he's going to be the main focus on on Dallas' offensive side. They're going to give him the ball a lot. And he'll he'll get the point, so don't you worry. Um, what I also see is is Carolina. Carolina has a little bit more receiving power than and uh, Dallas does. Their defense is not really up to par, and but also the uh, Carolina offensive line is also a concern. So uh, I think Dallas, just with Ezekiel Elliott mainly leading the way on this whole game, that they'll they'll just edge it out over Carolina, twenty four to twenty
1: one. All right, and uh, I. This is actually where I kind of disagree. Um, okay. I'm not sold. Uh, I think Dallas has more holes than you pointed out. Uh, I believe the best thing that they have going for them is the offensive line. But other than that, like that's, I, I'm not necessarily sold on. Uh, I'm not necessarily sold on Dak Prescott. And like you said, they don't ha- really have a receiving core. If anything gets him into the playoffs, it's going to be Ezekiel Elliott in the offensive line, just as how it was in the 2016 season. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, basically, um, I I believe that the Carolina Panthers have a strong enough run defense to at least somewhat contain him. Mm -hmm. Uh, It all depends. Uh, I think this is going to be... um, I think this is going to be a very uh high scoring game for uh Carolina but not necessarily Dallas. So I'm going to have Carolina taking this one 28 to 10.
0: Wow. And really? I'm kind of, I honestly I have a lot of the same points as Brundy. I think um Dallas is going to be a, a interesting team to watch this year because uh, you know Zeke is one of those players that can carry a team and they have a good enough off- offensive line where he can get, you know, rushing yards and kind of open up things for Dak. But um, I, you know, when we were talking about our NFL predictions, uh, I st- like strongly considered having Carolina as like, you know, one of the better teams in league. I really like not, you know, I not maybe not the better teams in the league, but winning that division. Uh I really like the additions they made on offense. Um finally giving Cam some weapons. Um you know, that defense is not as good as the defense that uh, you know, got them to the Super Bowl and, and in the previous years. I think they got a lot of holes at the cornerback position. You still got Luke keekley in the middle. Um, you know, I think uh I I think as Brendy said, I think this is gonna be somewhat of a high scoring game. Uh I'm not too keen on dallas's defense either but i have uh carolina winning this one 31 to 17 uh and we actually have some breaking news into the podcast so brendy i'll let you take that
1: all right so guys uh i just i'm not gonna spend like much time on this um but this is kind of some pretty sad breaking news that i just wanted to uh bring to you guys really quick uh, rapper, uh, Mac Miller, hip hop artist, uh, has passed away at the age what? of 26. What?
3: That's why he's trending right now? Okay. That's
1: exactly why he's Because he I was is- on Twitter.
3: Twitter. What? Uh,
1: he, is, uh, he is apparently passed away from an apparent overdose, according to TMZ, uh, this
0: afternoon.
3: Oh. Wow. Okay.
0: I don't have my phone on me, so I wasn't. Yeah, I was okay, on Twitter. Crazy, I but-
3: was on Twitter, and uh, I was doing stuff on. Uh, the Complex Twitter account. But uh, I saw he was training, but I thought it was going to be something about, uh, I don't know, him out of the drama with him and Ariana Grande or like some, some new album or new release or something. But no, wow, what the hell, man?
1: Yeah, so uh, I'd hate to break, I hate to break that to you guys, but it's huh. um, some pretty major news. I actually saw it from a tweet from Zach. Wow, Oh okay. man.
3: Uh, Jesus. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, obviously not sports related, but still prominent as ever. Um, right. Man, well, you know, so you know, uh, the prayers for uh, anybody who's been affected by that and his family, etc. Uh, yeah, that's shitty. That sucks. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I got nothing else. That really sucks. Uh, it's like shocking. Like I'm kind of shocked. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm reading everything now. Uh, yeah.
0: I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I think it's with anybody who passes away at an age like that. It's it's tough to tough to handle. And then obviously him being as prominent as he was, but, uh, on that somber note, I guess uh, we're going to end the podcast here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you liked the podcast, give the video a like and subscribe. If you haven't already, uh, we will be back next Friday or well for you Monday. Uh, and, uh, you know given some more hot takes i'm sure uh, <laughs> but we'll see you next week
3: and uh by the way i just wanted to make a point out there's any you viewers anybody who uh, has a suggestions for anything you guys want to talk about whether that's something news related or um you know one of the you know we usually do two big conversation topics each podcast that that we kind of go on about and it can be about anything it doesn't really have to be anything current uh but if you have any ideas we we'd be happy to hear them either on our twitter Twitter.com slash Complain Network or here on our YouTube channel in the comments. I just wanted to point that out to everybody.
0: Yep. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. See ya.